0: What's up, guys, and welcome to the second official episode of the Gold Rush podcast with our new special guest, Grant Cassiato. Hey,
1: everybody. Glad to be here.
0: And today we have a packed episode for you with some new segments. Let's just get into it. We'll be starting with Impress and Unimpress, which is where we say teams that we think impressed us this week or teams that we think unimpressed us this week. Peter, would you like to start us off?
2: I want to start us off with definitely the Titans. I feel like that's an obvious pick off this Monday night game, beating Super Bowl contenders, the Bills. Their running game showed, obviously, with Derrick Henry, and A.J. Brown got a little more work, and Julio unimpressed again. Their offense was showing, and their defense, well, they could have used work still going against the Bills, but they definitely had a nice week.
0: Yes. I have the Baltimore Ravens oh, okay. who got an absolutely dominating win against the Chargers who have been lighting it up all season. That's That was a great win for them. They won by double digits and held the Chargers to under under seven points even. Didn't even let them score a touchdown.
1: No, yeah, I think the Ravens – missed were, the
2: extra point.
1: They oh. did miss the extra point. I, I do think that the Ravens had an amazing game against the – Chargers I think Lamar Jackson really showed what he has to bring to the table for the season. I think that he's using his his active mobile mobility and every in all of his games to really put himself out there this season. I think that he is definitely a impressive player for us to look out for in recent in new coming weeks he's
0: definitely an M- MVP candidate right now I'd say
1: yeah
2: mm-hmm. definitely definitely.
0: For my next team, for Impress, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars who went into London and got a win against what we thought was a good Dolphins team, but I guess not anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I agree. I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars really showed, you know, their, their type of game. I think they really brought out Trevor Lawrence in their offensive line to show, you know, that they were still in this league. I think that they performed pretty well against Miami because I feel like everybody had Miami winning this game this week and that was important to the Jaguars. And I think they're looking forward to next week.
2: Definitely worked in that run game. For the next team, I have to go with the Dallas Cowboys squeaking one out against the Patriots in overtime, their offense. I think now I've been saying this for a while is undoubtedly the best offense in the league. Their defense is improved from last year with Trevon Diggs an okay cornerback for them. And they really impressed me with their running game with Zeke, who's always, just always great. And then their passing game, they have the most balanced offense in the league. And that definitely showed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said about Diggs, he's been a ball hawk so far this season with seven picks, def- way ahead in the lead for interceptions.
1: Um, another team have- that impressed me this week was definitely the Vikings. I think that, You know, with a 34-point game and the winning touchdown in overtime was definitely big for them. I think that, um, you know, now with this bye in week seven, they'll be taking good training for for week eight, and I think that they showed kind of, you know, how they're ready for the rest of the season.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they need to make sure Dalvin Cook is all the way healthy and all the way back for the remainder of the season.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Moving on to Unimpressed, I'm going to start off with the Chargers, which seems pretty obvious one there.
1: Yeah.
2: Putting up six points. Their offense was not there at all, and they also let up over 30 points to the Ravens, who still have a great offense, but your defense can't be doing that if you want to be playoff or Super Bowl contenders. They weren't in click, and they just had an awful performance this week. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, that's really rough. They need to start getting the run game working so they can set up the pass game for because They have a bunch of great offensive weapons. They need to use them their full capability for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Next for unimpressed. I have the Miami dolphins who everybody thought was a, was a good team, but just went into London and put up a stinker against the
1: Jags. Yeah. Um. Another team that unimpressed me this week, surprisingly, as a Steelers fan, is definitely the Steelers. I think that this week, you know, they, let's let's go through this. The Seahawks did not have Russell Wilson. They did not have Chris Carson. They did not have their star players this week. And even though we did own the first half, there were definitely a bunch of missed tackles by our defense. And that's why this game went into overtime, I think. I don't think this game should have been as close, nearly as close as what it was. And I think that you know, just with Geno Smith coming in and him throwing many picks in the game, I think that we should have, you know, had a better hit on them that we did rather than what we did.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. And the Steelers played great defense on Lockett and Metcalf, yeah, preventing them to very minimal usage in this game. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Next, I think I'm going to go with the um, the Washington football team. This, chief, this Chiefs defense has let up a first down on 63% of plays, which is awful. They were on track to have the worst defense in this whole league this season. And the Washington football team with Terry McLaurin, and I know Logan Thomas was out, but they had they have a, a legit offense and they're putting up 13 points against the worst defense in the league is something that's not going to win you any games. They really unimpressed me.
0: Yeah, yeah they really need to try to get a better option in the off season for Taylor Haneke. He's just not it right now for the football team. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, An unimpressed team that I had for this week is, you know, definitely Houston. You know, um, the the score was three to 31 from the Colts. And that was definitely a big thank you because struggling with the, with the Colts struggling in week five, this was definitely a, Great way to you know hop back in, and I think that I think that Houston definitely just did not show any what any any just coordination throughout the whole game. I think that it was just a mess and that Indianapolis definitely is happy that they've won that game by many by so many points
2: mm-hmm.
0: Next we have a new segment called Boiling Hot takes where
2: Ooh.
1: we eat
0: a Hot take for from the first six weeks of the NFL season. And we see if the other people agree with it or stuff like that. Let's get started. Peter, you want to start us off?
2: I would love to. I think my hot take is going to start off Michael Thomas. He's going to come back in a week or two. And he's going to put up numbers that are great for the Saints offense. I think Alvin Kamara now. He's not going to be the number one. He's not going to always be covered because Michael Thomas is going to split that defense. Michael Thomas in 2016 had a great season. And since that, he's been ridiculed by injuries and he hasn't been lucky. Now, I think, I think when he comes back and he's healthy, he's going to go off. He's going to want to go off. He's going to have so much motivation that he's going to put up great stats.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100%
1: agree. I definitely agree with that, Peter. I think that you know that's definitely what is definitely seen to come for that, but that player for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, hot take for me is definitely Leonard Fournette. I mean, this guy just came back from a Super Bowl. This week, he had two rushing t- touchdowns, and even though they came back with the win, I definitely think that they could have performed better this this week but I think that Leonard Fournette is definitely going to be a star running back this season. I think that he's got the speed. I think he's got the defense and I think that he definitely has potential for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have
2: to slightly disagree. I know I'm not the best. Here we go. In the start of the season, nine attempts, 32 yards. Second game, 11 attempts, 52 yards. Third game, four attempts, eight yards. Now those are, in fourth game, 20 attempts, 92 yards. And since that, 67 yards and 81 yards, he, he is the definition of he he has great receiving upside, but I, I don't know how to say this. I, he's not touchdown dependent, but as a running back, I can't imagine him as a star because he's he hasn't had over a hundred yards this whole season, even with 22 attempts in the last game. And what it really has him is his receiving upside in his touchdowns. So that's just my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah.
2: Sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: And my hot take is that three teams in the AFC West will make the playoffs. I think that the Chargers, Broncos, and Chiefs all make the playoffs this season. All right. I think that the Broncos are going to get really carried by their great defense and just Bridgewater has to play a little bit above average. And I think they can win a lot of games. And also with the chiefs and the chargers, we've seen a lot of offensive firepower between those two, their defenses just need to hold up even a little bit for them to definitely make the playoffs. I
2: agree, but I also disagree instead of the Broncos, the Raiders. It's, the Broncos losing to the Steelers, losing to the Raiders. In my opinion, they're not a playoff contender, and they never were in my mind. Even starting three and zero against the Giants, Jets, and Jaguars. I know I disagree with everybody, but that's just my take.
1: I'm gonna have to agree with Peter on this one. I, I think that that start with the Broncos just gave them too much of a encouragement to keep going with the season as well as they have as they did in the first three. I think that. They're definitely not as big of a playoff contender as we thought that they were going to be in the first couple of weeks. I think that Bridgewater is just not the right QB for that team, and I don't think that he is the right QB for any team at this point. I don't really think that he's able to show really what a lot of other really young QBs can. I don't think that he really has that kind of potential for the rest of the season.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Bridgewater just... He's shown in the past that he can't really push it deep at all, and the Broncos have a couple deep threats, so that's not a great mix. But it's been it's been pretty good so far this season.
2: Move on to our next segment, and also a new one. Ryan, you want to explain? We're loading it
1: up today, babe. Let's go.
0: We will be introducing the wheel. I know you guys can't see it, but it's on video. Can all see it? We have. A bunch of names on this wheel and then i'm gonna spin it for every single person and the player that you land on you're gonna give like an opinion on or what you think they've how they've been playing so far this season and everybody can agree or disagree we'll just have a talk about it who would like to go first
2: why doesn't grant start you know guests first right, grant can start it off oh.
0: All right,
1: your player is Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. The one-handed catch phenomenon. This guy is just not what he used to be. I think that, you know, he's on the wrong team. I really don't think that he is that good of a wide receiver. I think that, you know, he had his he had his prime already. I think that he's, you know. Just not, he's just not a good – he's definitely not a top-picking wide receiver in fantasy football. I definitely do not think that he is a – he does not, you know, average a lot of points per game. I think that he is just not it this year. I, I don't think mm-hmm. that he is the right receiver to go with.
0: I partially agree, and I also partially disagree. I think he's he a ton of talent, but – I think that Baker Mayfield and injuries are really holding him back.
2: Agreed. Rough. I have to agree with Grant. He's not in his prime. Baker Mayfield and him have no chemistry. So I completely agree with Grant. Thank you, Peter. Ryan, we'll let you go next. All right. I will
0: speak for myself next. Carson Wentz. I think that Carson Wentz is still not a great quarterback i think that he will get carried in indianapolis with all the great coaching great defense pretty decent running backs and offensive weapons and but i also think he's been playing pretty well this season and has shown me has shown me some thought that he could maybe be the guy in indianapolis
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that all makes sense. And I think if you're defining the most average quarterback in this league, my name has to go with Carson Wentz. I haven't heard anything right. about him on ESPN. He, he He's not talked about anymore.
1: And he was a – I thought he's he definitely was going do great. He's definitely and just a stationary QB this season. He hasn't really put anything out there that really makes him pop. He makes – an average amount of points a game, an average amount of passes per game. I just really think that he's not on the right team this year. I think he has very much, I think he has a lot of potential. I just do not think that him being on the Colts is going to bring him a lot of success in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And also he helped himself this season by fixing his terrible, terrible interception problem that he had.
1: Right. He lost his- right.
0: Next, I'll be spinning for Peter. Ooh. Next player we have is Baker Mayfield.
2: Ooh, that's nice. I think last week against Arizona, he played not great, not great at all. I know he was nursing that shoulder injury, and that's why he's not starting on Thursday. But I saw – I watched that game for only a few minutes, I saw him overthrow like three balls for easy completions, converting a third down. He wasn't there. I know Nick Chubb wasn't there, and that's one of his favorite options. He has not been playing great, not been playing like last season. He might turn around. Depends on injuries. It depends on his team's injuries. You know, Kareem Hunt not being out for four to six weeks, things like that. He's not in a great situation, even with the great O-line. I think he's just an average quarterback and is nothing special.
0: I have to agree with Peter here, and I also kind of disagree. I think that he's in an amazing situation, one of the best situations a quarterback can be in, with an absolutely amazing running game, absolutely amazing offensive line.
2: Well, well, well. I said this season: Nick Chubb hurt, Kareem Hunt hurt. I mean, there.
0: They haven't even played a game with them hurt yet. We're recording this on Wednesday before the Browns play the Broncos on Thursday night, by the way.
2: Yeah, but he didn't play well, even with
1: Kareem Hunt. So yeah. I don't know. I can agree with that. My opinion on Baker Mayfield is kind of 50 50. I think that he is definitely a talented QB. I think that he definitely has a talented running back. I definitely think that he has a lot of potential. However, especially with his injury, I just, th- I definitely think that with this happening, he's just not going to be able to show really what he was the last couple of years. I think, I think as the years have gone by, he really has gone down as a QB and he's just made off and on, off and on successes and, you know, in and, mm-hmm. and, and, and each game and I just don't think that he's a consistent QB. Mm-hmm. I know I'm talking
2: about this for a while, but now looking at his stats, he hasn't thrown more than two touchdowns in a game. There's even been two games where he has thrown zero and that shows how dependent he is on the run. So right. with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are out, he's just gonna do awful.
1: He doesn't have enough options on that team. He definitely relies majority of his of his yards and majority of his touchdowns on his on his running backs and definitely on short passes. I, I really don't think that he is willing enough to give that sort of success with and risk to the team.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Browns traded for Odell thinking that he would really help Mayfield in his development, and he just hasn't hasn't done that with a combination of injuries and Baker holding him back a little. And Yeah, that's about it.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Next, we have the second spin for Grant. Here we go. Tra- Trayvon Diggs.
1: Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Cowboys Just, what a season he's having, right? I mean, this guy has – or did have more touchdowns than his brother Stefan Diggs. He has really been showing who he is as a newer player, and I think that he's definitely the, a perfect add to the Dallas' season, and I think that they're definitely off to to a playoff contender, and I think that, you know, he's off to a great season.
0: I kind of agree, but – I think that he's a great ball hawk. He always knows where the ball is, always catching interceptions, but he lets up a ton of yards, a ton of catches to wide receivers, which in the
2: long run doesn't help the team as much. Mm-hmm. I think, I think yes, you have those interceptions, one interception in a game, which is great. It is definitely game, great, but My only problem is I have to agree with Ryan. He's not making clutch plays like Stephon Gilmore made, Jalen Ramsey, J.R. Alexander. I would rather have a cornerback that doesn't get an interception every game but doesn't allow 100 yards in a game. So that's that's my big thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: think that he's being heavily
0: overrated right now. And Mm -hmm. if he fixes his coverage, then he could really – become a top 10 corner
1: no yeah I definitely I definitely can see where you guys are getting that and you know he has he does give up yards every game but I just think that he definitely he has he has time to grow he has much time to grow and I think that he's definitely going to bring more hope out the couple months to that team I think that he's mm-hmm. definitely a top oh yeah yeah for
0: sure defender. it's yeah. only his second season he's already shown Showing lots, lots of potential.
1: Right. And that's where uh, I'm coming from. Yeah.
0: Next, I'll be spinning for the second time for me. Let's see what it is. Ooh. Matty Ice, Matt Ryan. Ooh. He hasn't been playing wow. very well this season. He needs to start throwing to his – I know it's going to sound ridiculous, but he needs to start throwing to his good targets, like Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts – He just hasn't been doing that so far, and you just need to give the ball to your good players. It's just that simple. Yeah. They've been really relying on Cordell Patterson so far.
1: Yeah, I don't have really a lot to say about Matt Ryan. I mean, the Falcons, they're not really got off to a great start this season. They, you know, don't have the best defense or offense. They've lost Julio Jones over the years, and now they are running with, it, I, I believe, a two and three standing in the league. Or I could be wrong. I'm not sure. But I, I really don't have much to say with for Matt Ryan. Really.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next, right. I'll be spinning for Peter. Let's see who it is. Josh Jacobs.
2: Ooh. I think... He is he's never been my favorite. I've never drafted him any fantasy team, anything like that, because I can't rely on him. And Kenyon Drake, who, you know, taken from the Arizona Cardinals, he had a, he gamed out last week. And Josh Jacobs could be almost losing his starting job just because of Kenyon Drake's skill. And I, I never thought he would have a secured job, and I don't, I don't think he ever thought that. His job was always in jeopardy. He's not a great receiving back I mean he's an okay running back but the Raiders could do better if they make it more of a committee. It's more of a more of a right now it's I don't know how to phrase it but Jacobs is playing too many snaps. yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah I can agree with that with the new coaching change and Gruden out of there then maybe something will be different for Jacobs or maybe Drake will get more you just don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: definitely a controversial player in my opinion i don't he averages around 50 yards a game he doesn't get too many fancy points for players that have him i think that he definitely has potential in the sense that you know he's got a great qb and he's got the speed however he hasn't really shown it this season
2: hmm
0: okay and that'll finish off that segment. And for the last segment, we have weekly picks where we will be Woo. we'll be predicting who we think will win next week's games.
1: Here you go, baby. We'll
0: start with the Thursday night game. We the Browns versus the Broncos, where the Browns have a lot, a lot of good players out and they're playing against a good Broncos team, I
2: think. Mm-hmm. All right, so do you wants- have Ryan.
0: I had the Denver Broncos pulling this one out. I think the defense is just going to, the Broncos defense is just going to stifle the Browns and just, Case Keenum just can't lead the Browns to victory I feel like.
1: I'm going to have to agree with Sugar here. I think that the Broncos would definitely pull through, especially with Baker Mayfield not being on the field, Nick Chubb not being on the field, and even though all those things I said about uh, Bridgewater, I definitely think that their great defense will pull through and Oh, great game against the Browns. I think that it's not gonna be the closest game. And I, I really think that they're gonna be fighting a lot for this game, counting mm-hmm. last week.
2: You know how much I like to disagree with everyone's opinion, but I still have to agree with the Broncos. I just Browns have too many key guys out to pull a pull a pull a game like this. All right, yeah. next we're moving to the Chiefs versus the Titans. Definitely a great game. The Titans coming back from that W over the Bills. Definitely tough game to predict. I think I have to take the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry most likely going to run through that Chiefs defense. A.J. Brown looking like himself again, having a nice game, even though he had food poisoning. I
0: I have to agree, but if Julio was ruled out for the Titans, then I don't think they pull it out against the Chiefs.
1: Right. I think that I'm definitely going to give this game – to Tennessee. I think this is going to be a close game. I I definitely think that Patrick Mahomes is starting to get the sense of what he was last season. I feel like Patrick Mahomes isn't known as a QB for being a just well passing, well well rushing, just an overall good QB. I feel like majority of the reason's why he's such a well-known QB is just because of the ways he does he he moves on the field. I definitely think that Patrick Mahomes is going to show more of what who he was last season in this game, which is going to make it a close game. But I'm going to have to agree with Peter here. I think that Derrick Henry is going to show that defense, who's debatably the worst defense in the league currently, who's boss and who's going to win that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Mahomes is a generational-type quarterback, and he can just make plays that a lot of people can't. With right. Ray like Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey, I just yeah. think they just devour the Titans' mm-hmm. defense. Right. Next game that we have on the schedule is the football team heading the Lambeau Field to play the Green Bay Packers. Wow.
2: Yeah, wow. That game is not under debate, in my opinion. Have to give it to the Packers. Didn't cross my mind. Mm -hmm. That's all I I have to
0: say. I 100% agree. The passing offense and the fact that the football team defense hasn't been playing too well, rushing attack, Defense. The Packers just dominate in every category,
1: in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna to have to agree with this too. Green Bay is definitely going to shut this Washington football team down. I don't think Heineckles is going to bring anything to the table this game, and I, I just go. I just think it's going to be one of those games where you watch for five minutes and then just start, and then decide to turn the game off because it's just not going to be one that is very entertaining. Use mm-hmm. a
2: nice week. division matchup. Oh. Right, here's a nice divisional matchup, the Bengals versus the Ravens. What's your thoughts, Ryan or Grant?
0: I think that this will be a little closer than people think because the Bengals have been showing a lot this season. They have a great passing attack. They have a great running back, and they spent a lot of money on the defense, and the defense has been playing well, so but I also but Lamar's just going to dominate them. I, I, I have agree. to give it to the Ravens, but it's still going to be it, it's still going to be way closer than people think. I think within under two scores.
1: I think this is definitely a game that I'm going to be wanting to watch this weekend. I think that the Bengals have been bringing so much more to this league than they ever have this season. I think that Joe Burrow is definitely definitely a controversial QB for this season. I think that he is debatably a playoff contender. I think that they are showing more than they ever have before. And I think that they're just an overall, I think that they're just playing a great season for what they have been recently in past years. However, coming from a Steelers fan, I should be biased about this, but Lamar Jackson is just too good. He has the speed. He has the arm power. He has, he has the offensive line. He just has too many options and too many, any talents for them yeah. to not win this game. However, coming back from a special win from last week, I do think that they could possibly have, that could possibly have an output on this game yeah. I like mm-hmm. to get to Baltimore.
0: Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I think that the Ravens continue their hot streak and pull off against the Bengals. Well, Next, I agree. we have a not-so-good game. We have the Atlanta Falcons heading to Miami to play the Dolphins. I think that the Falcons pull this one out. I think I that Matt Ryan all the, and all the guys turn it around after the bye. And I think that the Dolphins just aren't playing so well. I think that the Falcons just pulled out against them. Yeah, I, I agree.
2: But I, I think this game is also going to be closer than people think. I think two is going to be definitely motivated. Jalen Waddell. Those Dolphins don't want to lose two in a row and against two pretty bad teams, but I think the Falcons still will win Calvin Ridley back. They haven't had him in a while and they have Pitts and Patterson. So they have a lot of options. I think Falcons Falcons should win this one.
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with both of you on this one. I definitely think the Falcons will take this win. However, I do think that like Peter said, it's going to be a good battle. I think that coming from a, stupid loss in London last week against the um, Jags. I think that Tua and as well as Jalen Waddle did as last week, I think that they're both going to put a lot into this game against the Falcons. However, I think Tua is going to be throwing picks like he did last game. And I just think that it's not going to be um, a very great game for Tua. specifically.
0: Yeah. I also think that the Dolphins didn't, they played bad, but they didn't play as bad as people thought they owned a They only ended up losing by a field goal to Jacksonville, but it's still rough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next, we have the New York Jets going to play the New England Patriots in Foxborough.
2: I don't think it's going to be close. You don't? Well, let's hear your opinion then. I think
0: that the Pats will take the win because the Jets just – the Pats are just so much better than the Jets. Zach Wilson has been playing really bad. I just think that the Patriots have a lot of offensive weapons that Matt can throw to, and
2: their defense isn't too bad either. Mm-hmm. Coming off a very close game against, against the the Cowboys, I think the, the Patriots should win this one, but I do think the Jets should put up somewhat of a fight. It won't be a blowout, but it won't be definitely a close game.
1: No, Yeah, definitely what Peter said after coming from a – close game against what we thought or what we know is a great team in this league. I think that they um projected to win this game. I think they should win this game. However, Mac Jones just really is kind of an up and down QB in my opinion. And I don't think that I, I really just think that it's going to be a close game. I don't think that it's going to be a shutout. out. I think that it's going to be something that we weren't expected. So that's where I'm, that's where I'm headed on this game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Next, we have the Carolina Panthers heading to MetLife to play the New York Giants, who are banged up a little bit. Mm-hmm.
2: Giants. Saquon. Danny Dimes. I don't know about this team anymore. I can never rely on the Giants. All I know, Daniel Jones started off the season looking great, and so did so did Sam Darnold. But they're both back to their interceptions, and they're both now playing like them old selves. Like their old selves, which is just straight awful. So I do think the Panthers should still win this one. They don't have a lot of injuries except CMC, and they're just the dominant team.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, both of these teams are definitely, in my opinion, C tier teams in this league. I I think that with all the injuries on New um, yeah. York and just how the and how the Panthers have been performing this last couple of weeks, it's just going to be in a weird-to-predict game. I I'm, I definitely think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I do not expect much out of this, and I think that it's just going to be a close game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if the Giants come back healthy, which I thought I saw that Saquon could possibly come back, but even if they all come back, I don't think they're all going to be 100% healthy, and I just I don't agree. think they could win like
1: that. Yeah, I agree, too. I agree with that.
0: Next, we have the Philadelphia Eagles heading to Vegas to play in Allegiant Stadium against the Raiders. I think that this one is pretty close. The Eagles have a lot of offensive weapons, but I think the Raiders end up pulling this one up. Mm.
2: Now, finally, disagreement. Eagles, <laughs> close one against, against the Buccaneers. And I think, here we are, Miles Sanders, big bounce-back game. If he gets the volume, which I think they should give him against this, these Raiders' run defense, I think Miles Sanders should have over 100 yards and a touchdown if they give him the carries, which I think they will. I, I think Raiders. I have Eagles winning. You have Eagles. I
0: disagree because I think that the Eagles are never, have shown they're never going to give Miles Sanders that kind of volume. And also, I think they play close against the Bucks because the Bucs came off a really short week
1: last week. Just like yeah. the last games that we've been talking about, I definitely think that this actually will be a close game. I think that, you know, both of these teams have been showing kind of the similar way of playing. I think that, you know, they're similar in standings in this league, and I think that Hurts is going to put a lot to this game, and I think it's going to be actually a close game, but I'm going to have to lie with the Eagles winning this game. Okay. Yeah.
0: Next, we have two absolute blowouts in a row. We have the Detroit Lions heading to Los Angeles to play the Rams.
2: I want to start. I love this. I love this matchup. Everyone was talking about Brady going against the Patriots. Nobody's talking about Stafford going against the Lions. Now, he didn't have the best relationship always with these Lions, but I think as much as he respects the team – He'll want to throw five touchdowns against them. He's not going to have remorse. I think Cup catches one or two. Robert Woods catches one or two. Van Jefferson, Henderson, Higby. So many weapons on this offense. And again, one of the best defenses in the league. They should win this game almost. Oh, by
1: 30 points. I'm definitely going to have to agree with Peter on this decision. I think that Matthew Stafford has definitely had a great season so far. And I think that even though this is a previous team that he played for for many years, I don't think he will be giving any mercy to this team. I think that he will definitely be throwing um, three touchdowns, maybe more in this, day, in this game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think Matthew Stafford can easily dot up the terrible, dysfunctional lines defense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Next we have the Houston Texans going to Arizona to play the Cardinals.
1: No, this oh, this game in my opinion isn't isn't even worth watching. I think that this is an S tier team going against
0: an F tier team. An F tier
1: team. I think that, you know, Houston has Nothing going on for them this season. I think that Houston has nothing going on for them next season, whether they get a good pick in the draft or not. I think that, you know, with Kyler Murray performing as well as he has been in that offensive line and a decent and an average, um, you know, defense, I think that they're definitely going to be destroying the Texans. Mm-hmm.
2: They should.
0: Next matchup, we have the Chicago Bears playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who they won against last season. I think that the Bucks easily pull this one out. Yeah. And yeah. they'll just dominate the Bears and Justin Fields will be just swallowed up.
1: Yeah, I definitely have to agree with Shuget here. I think that, you know, Tampa coming from an okay game last week is definitely going to show what they have in this game. I think we were talking about this earlier. I definitely think that Justin Fields is a controversial QB. I think he has... Definite ups and definite downs. And I think that whether he plays good or bad this game, I think that Tampa will be definitely showing them their offensive um benefits in this game.
2: Yeah, I think what the Bears really had going for them last week was their running game. Even though David Montgomery was out, I think believe they they just they did great with yards and had a few touchdowns. I think Bucks shut that down. Bears just have nothing they can do on offense yeah. leads to a loss.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Next for the Sunday night football game, we got a decent game. We have the Colts playing the 49ers on Sunday night.
1: I think there's a good game. I think that, you know, there's an equal match. I think that the 49ers definitely have the better offense in my opinion. Yeah. But I just think that Carson Wentz, be, Carson Wentz being as, as average of a QB as we said that he was just won't pull it out as much as we would expect or as other people would expect. So I'm going to have to get this one to the Niners. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I kind of think these teams are very similar. They both got pretty good defenses. They both got average quarterbacks if Jimmy G goes for the 49ers. And the big difference is the Colts have a big time running back. 49ers dull, and 49ers have some big time receivers.
2: So who do you have winning it, Ryan?
0: I have the Colts pulling this one out, actually. I, I agree. That, yeah.
2: I think the running game, very dominant, even though even though the 49ers have a better passing game, Colts have been playing great. So I just I have to gotta choose the Colts. Mm-hmm.
0: Next for hmm. the Monday night game we have the New Orleans Saints heading to Seattle to play once again the Russell Wilson, Chris Carson Seattle Seahawks.
2: Saints should pull this one off. I think that the Saints, I think they have a nice offense, a nice defense, a great average team, and the Seahawks who just don't have a lovely offense, don't have a lovely defense, coming off a loss to the Steelers. The Saints should pull this one out. Somewhat of a close game, but not a too exciting one.
0: Also keep this in mind, he's wearing a Saints jersey, everybody. No, I promise. Yeah, I I can agree. I also think that the Saints end up pulling this one out, and Geno just doesn't play well again.
1: Yeah, Geno Smith is definitely not the backup QB um, to go with for win-wise. I don't think that this game is going to be very exciting to watch. I'm I just don't think the Seahawks are going to have a very good rest of the season. I would even debate them not even making the playoffs this season, and I think that it's just – I think it's a very interesting team to look into this season, and I think they're very controversial depending on how Russell Wilson performs when he he gets back.
2: Mm -hmm. I actually kind of want to go back on what I said. Geno Smith, as the Steelers put so much pressure on him last week, he didn't throw one interception. I thought at least two. Not one. Not one bad throw, and I think that was something I've never seen from a backup, even though he's a veteran. It might be closer than I thought, but Saints will still
1: win. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think the Saints definitely do have this game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think having Carson and Wilson out for a long period of time is really going to hurt Seattle and their playoff chances. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Before, Before we end today's episode, I have one more thing to say. I saw a rumor about Deshaun Watson maybe possibly heading to Miami.
2: Um,
0: this was from Houston's top beat reporter, also with other guys, that they could be trading him to Miami and to a uh, three team deal to the football team.
2: Mm-hmm. I heard Adam Schefter also might have posted that uh, possible trade. And I think that's, I've, I don't know, I haven't heard a lot of. Th- about Deshaun Watson lately, so this could, yeah, right. this could I be mean,
1: what's been in the works. I think that Deshaun Watson, in my opinion, is definitely a – he's a great QB. I think he definitely has potential. I def—I think he has – he's young. He has definitely the arm power, and I think that, you know, being on a better team, if Miami is that team, he will have a way better season than what he's performing right now with the Texans.
0: hmm Yeah. I also think that it's going to take a long time for Watson to get back into football as he's been in a lot of legal allegations through the past couple of months.
1: Yes, that is definitely true. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to agree with joke here.
0: Does anybody have anything else to say before we finish it off?
1: I do um, not. Um, just thanks for having me. I mean, it's been great coming on this podcast. I watched the last episode and I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm not, I'm no football expert, but I do have my opinions. And I think that we all showed our, you know, our opinions on, this week and last week's matchups.
2: Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. and when the when the Colts beat the 49ers, then we'll definitely see what happens.
1: What happens. And, you know, coming from, I think that we should all expect a great performance or a decent performance, hopefully, from the Steelers now that they have a bye this week. And I'm actually not sure who they're playing in week eight. Does anybody know who they're playing? They are Browns. playing the Cleveland Browns. It'll Browns. Right, be a decent game. I think that, you know, I think we'll have something to put to the table with, if nick chubb is still out and uh, yeah i just it's been great thanks for having me guys
0: all right and we'll be wrapping that up there thank you grant for coming on the podcast yeah appreciate thanks grant
1: you. all right see you once again
2: go stealers no stealers all right goodbye everybody yo
1: yeah, pittsburgh black and yellow black and yellow black.